You're listening to the preaching podcast of the Amazing Grace Baptist Church located in Mount Airy, North Carolina, where Dr. Jonathan Barker is the pastor. We pray that the following message will be a blessing to you. You know, in the flesh, I hate standing in front of people. I really hate standing in front of people whenever I have a 30-second notice. But I noticed pastor wasn't wearing a mic while we were singing in the choir, and I looked on at the preacher and said, who has that mic? I couldn't figure out who's going to be preaching. I walked back there and grabbed papers up off my Bible for youth camp. I turned around, and I got handed the microphone. Okay. So I'm nervous, so I ask you to pray for me. Yes, sir. You know, during my study, I was looking, reading through the Bible, and I found the greatest business in the Bible. You know who it was? It was Noah. He kept all the stock afloat. Everybody else suffered in liquidation. A company with no business terms understand that. <laughs> well, I have 217 things I could preach on. I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm going to preach on 209 things. 206, my bad. I'm going to preach on bones. He said, I have 10 minutes. I have 10 pages, so this is going to go quickly. Ezekiel, chapter number 37 this morning. Ezekiel, chapter number 37. I want to preach on three things. Dead, dried up bones, broken but healing bones, and fiery bones. Frank, can I tell you today, I'm nothing but a lot of bones standing here that God's given life to. I'm nothing here but somebody God saw fit. Well, I would say he saw fit, but there's nothing to see fit in me. God just chose to give me life. I am thankful for it, though. God said, I will give him life. Ezekiel 37. We'll pick up reading in verse 1. If you found your place, please stand in honor of the reverence of the reading of God's word. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and sat me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon them, upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and I will bring you up, bring up the flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied, and as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say unto the wind, Thus saith Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, Our bones are dried, and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened up your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Let us pray. 
Father, I'm going to ask, Lord, to be with me, Lord, as I try to preach, God. Lord, I can do nothing within my flesh, God. I can do nothing by myself, Lord. So I ask you to simply shine through me, Lord. I just want to be a mouthpiece for you this evening. God, if I try to do it alone, I will surely fail. But you can do this, Lord, and I'm going to trust in you to help me preach it. And I thank you for that, God. I want to thank you for all things you have done and will do for us. In Jesus' precious and holy name, I I do pray. Amen. Amen. Point one is dried up bones. I remember the day that I was shown I was dried up bones. Verses 1 to 10 is where we see the dried up bones. We can imagine as he was placed down in this valley, he looks all around, there's nothing but bones. See, there's people who in life are probably of of great importance. Then there's probably a beggar down the street. See, there's people of all different, but they were all equalized in death. They were all dead, dried up, had no life in them, had nothing that they could do. What did God say? In verses 1 to 3, O son of man, can these bones live? Can these bones live? God wasn't saying, well, can they? He was saying, hey, they can. It was a rhetorical question. He's saying, these bones can live. Why does he ask that? Because he wants Ezekiel to look over and say, well, can they, Lord? He wants Ezekiel to look to God. Well, Ezekiel does. Well, see, God says, yeah, they can. In verses 4 to 10, he shows us that. He shows us a resurrection of these bones. What interests me is it's in two different parts. And say, well, what do you mean? I want you to read verses 4 to 8. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to his bone and when I behold, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above but there was no breath in them see right here is half of it they look like they're alive they look as if somebody who had all the organs had everything that would make a human human is standing right there but there's no breath in them as i look at us today we all look alive and well we all look like we're able to go and do something we're able to move we're able to stand up we're able to run and jump and shout and sing glory to God. But can I ask you something, Brother Robert? If I was looking into your, into your heart, looking into your soul, are you alive and well? Yeah. See, that breath, that was the breath of life, friend. God said, yeah, you in your body is there. You should be able to live, but there is no breath in you. Well, I wonder today, who has breath in them here today? See, God didn't just say, oh, I'll give you the body. He said, I will give you the breath of life. Verses 9 to 10. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, so that they might may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. He said they stood up. You know what that meant? They started to move. There was actual life in there at this point. These dead, dried up bones are no longer dead and dried up. There's no longer nothing but bones. There is now flesh. There is now something that can go and do a work for God. They are alive and they are well. They are living. 
Well, friend, let me ask you, are you living today? In other words, let me just say it like this. Have you ever been saved by the grace of God? Say, preacher, well, how do I get saved? Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. God said, you can't be saved. Yes, sir. He said, I've made it here. You are well able. Will you accept it? Will you get saved? Friend, I'm saved by his grace. Yes, sir. Hey. Oh, yes. I see this in point number one. I see all these bones, 206 of them, scattered abroad. The bones come bone to bone, and then the breath of life enters them. They are alive. But I tell you something, we're all alive in here today, right? How many of y'all have broken a bone? I have. For about six years, I broke a bone every single year, if not more than one. I blame Madeline for one of them. She stopped in front of me on a trampoline. But anyway... Every single year in a row, I'd break at least one bone. But you know something? Right now, I'm still walking. I'm still able to go back. I'm still able to do things I used to be able to do. Because these bones, yeah, they'll break, but they can be healed. Point number two, broken but healing bones. I want you to read me verses 11 to 14. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from, for our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves." And shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. What I like about these verses, verse 14, the last part says, that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it. Tell you something, there's some people who you can talk to, and they'll say, yeah, I'll be to church this Sunday. They never show up. I'm preaching this because I know people that I've talked to within the past two weeks that I've been begging to come to church. They'll say, yeah, I'll come. You know what? I, was, I got sick last Sunday, but I'll come this Sunday. They don't show up. They say I will do it, but they don't. God ain't like that. God said, I have said it. Then he said, I have performed it. It's one thing to say, hey, I'm going to go to church. It's another thing to get up and go to church. God said he would save us. He came down to earth and died for us. He didn't just do it halfway. He came and he said, I will go and I will do it. He said, no matter what, I am going to. He followed through with what he said he's going to do. Friend, he said he's going to heal you. Can I tell you something? He'll heal you. Yes. I ain't told nobody this. You know, for a couple years ago, I got cold on God. God's making me say this. I don't know why. I got cold on God. I did. I didn't want to come to church. I didn't, I'd come because I knew I was supposed to. I'd be called to preach. I'd go preach. I'd pray and I'd try to get close to God then. As soon as I got in preaching, I'd go back away. Tell you why? Because my bones got a little bit broken. My bones got a little bit broke. They're healed though. I've got closer to God than I ever have been in the past. I ain't saying this boastfully. I've got closer to God now than I ever have been before. Tell you why? Because these bones, yeah, this is going to be a fast one then. 
These bones that are once broke are now healed. Say, well, how are they able to heal? Point three is fiery bones. Jeremiah, I ain't going to ask you to turn for the sake of time. Jeremiah 29, chapter 20, verse 9 says, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in mine heart, as a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. In my closing, I guess I'm going to say this. He said that fire shut up in his bones. That fire is what keeps me alive. Galatians 2.24, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. I am crucified with him. He lives inside of me, friend. Jeremiah said, I tried not to serve him, but I have to. Friend, if you're alive today, I better pick these up before I trip. If you're alive today, and you're set on fire for God, he's put that breath of life in you, you can't not serve God. You have to. Say, well, preacher, I don't want to. I don't care. You have to. Say something that I found out. If I decide I don't want to serve God, something inside me says, okay, you're still going to serve him, though. I have to serve him because he is inside of me, and he is inside of you. That fire is called the Holy Spirit of God. Now, that is a 10-page message in what feels like three minutes. But I'm right now done. I'm going to close my message in prayer. Before I do, let me ask you something. And I'm going to ask every single one of you this at the same time. Are you dead, broken, dried up bones? Are you alive and well? Are you alive living for God? Have you ever have you been, lost a battle recently and you're down and discouraged about that? He's already won the war. If your bones are broken, he'll heal them. He says, lean on me. And my final thing, are you going to determine now to get on fire for God, to go into a work for Him? Is there a fire shut up in your bones like there is mine? Lord, I thank you, Lord, for being with these couple minutes, God. Lord, I thank you for letting me preach what you wanted me to preach. God, I ask you, Lord, to let this touch your hearts, Lord, like it touched mine. And I thank you for that, God. Lord, let us serve you. And I thank you for all things you have done and will do for us. In Jesus' precious and real name I do pray. Amen.